It says recording your end. Yeah, does it say it's recording for you? Uh, it doesn't say, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah, it's come on. Yeah, then. cool. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one, right. What is good, people, and welcome back to the third episode of the Royal Ramble podcast. I am joined today with Seabreeze on Instagram, the Charlie Breeze. Um, Charlie, how are you? I'm all right, mate. The man, the myth, the areas. <laughs> Full-time legend. <laughs> first ever podcast, so if I'm a bit awkward, just leave it out. That's all right, that's all right. I'm much better now than I was my first one. Like, even listening back to it, I'm like, it's just so much better. You just, like, I remember my first one I did with Josh, and I was like, uh, obviously it's yeah, Josh yeah, as well. Yeah, so exactly. I'm like, if I mess up, I'm screwed. But it's just... Do you always just do, like, one take only? Yeah, and I don't, I don't do, do any cuts yeah, or anything. Like yeah. So yeah. Like, you have to repeat or anything like that, do you? Because it's like... Exactly. And as they got longer as well, like, I'm not going through that and, and redoing it and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. It's answering the same questions again and again. So it's just like, what's the Yeah, point? exactly. Exactly. Um, but tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you do, what, what you do for work, uh, or whatever you're doing, studying, things like that. Okay, so uh, I am in my first year of uni. Uh, I basically, I'm in the year above. So uh, I'm 19 years of age. First year of uni, I'm studying uh, sports, exercise, and nutrition. Nice. Uh, and then in my spare time, I'm a coach. So I'm an online coach. Uh, Breeze into shape. Uh, nice. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Bit of plug. Uh, but yeah, and that's me pretty much. Nice. So how long is your uh, uni course? It's three years. I'm my first year now. Though, so. Is it, so it's a full degree. You get like an honours yes, or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I did, um, I did a foundation degree and then stimped out on the last top-up year um oh. my, my uni is literally like a five minute drive for me and and the way it is it's not like a big lecture thing it's like you go in and obviously before covid um there'd be like no one would turn up so there'd be like six of us with with one lecturer and we get to ask like all the questions like it's proper good um but i just didn't think the top i don't want to waste another seven and a half grand because it's cheaper because it's not like a proper uni thing just to do a, a foundation and like, I'm so glad I did that didn't do it now now that like COVID's in because like all my mates that have stayed on are just like uh, it's awful yeah, yeah no, it's, exactly. it's like they, they pay nine like what is it 10 pound for a Netflix subscription but like eight grand for a uni subscription yeah, to no, I, Zoom. I learn more on like my education portals that I go to so for like, like, yeah, yeah. like that, I learn yeah. more on them than I actually do on like my uni course yeah, I'm just hoping it's going to get a little bit harder because obviously yeah. this year like you can you can half ass version everyone says that so then it's a case of even if you do half ass it it's basically make it easy don't we so that you can have a social life is what yeah. i believe yeah so then when without the social life this year it's just a bit easy because i think like when it comes to sports and uni and things like that even like in strength and conditioning they just don't agree with bodybuilding because yeah. i remember like, like you said the other day with um your exam I went into my exam like fully prepared like everyone was like you're going to smash it and I went in being so specific towards bodybuilding and I lost so many marks because it's like it's just everyone in it it's a general population yeah literally so like, um, there's, there's a couple of uh, online coaches on my course well they class themselves as online coaches they say they are yeah, and they look at the content and they're literally the kind of people who are just like sharing absolute dog shit so like you know like slimming world and all that kind of shit and it's like like come on I understand yeah. that they're trying to better themselves through doing the degree and that then hopefully through the degree they're looking to learn more into like mm. the area, but it's not the right place to learn. That's nah. For sure. nah, it's like so different to what you actually watch. We actually do. It's like when I did my PT course, none of that, oh, here come the feds. Uh, n- none of that um, is, is put into like what we do is, is online coaches. 
like literally nothing i remember i remember being like oh, i'm pt i can online coach now and i'm like this is nah i've not learned anything yeah so actually my best mate he's learned to be a pt well he's doing his level two and he's just doing his level three mm. and he sends things into the group chat all the time and i'm, I'm looking at it and i'm like seriously so it's like, <laughs> oh, what was one of the things that oh they do these algorithms to try and help it help you learn but then they're just so easy yeah and it's just it's like it's nothing actually like specific to bodybuilding or not even training nutrition they don't even go into things it's just like general health and fitness mm. like that. And it's just... i think like it's, it's stupid as well so i did my level two took 12 weeks and my level three to become a pt took two weeks jesus Christ. yeah it yeah. was like a proper college course as well but i did it over the summer so it was like uh 10 days of just nine to five at a college and i was a pt and i think that's good for people like me and you that actually know like the outskirts of it but those that just come in like there was one kid there that literally looked like he like he'd done nothing to do with it like i think he was just like a retail assistant in asda and that was it um like nothing against that but like he wanted to pt as well and i'm like nah you can't do that in two weeks i don't like how people go to like they say are you qualified and they're like yeah. oh, i'm a level three pt because yeah. it doesn't really mean anything at all nah. and then all you need that level with that level three pt you can go in the gym obviously and if that's something you want to do in the future then i think you do don't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. There's no. nothing that interests me in being on a PT floor. It's just not it's not me. So it's not very time efficient at all, in my opinion. Mm. So yeah. it's something that I would never even need to do. And it'd be I think it's it's too random for a course. Yeah, up to that. Yeah, it can be. It's it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think like it all depends on the gyms you've got and where you live as well. Because where I am, like it's all like uh there's like there's one bodybuilding gym and it's small um so like where i work is like you get people that are like 50 plus and they're like oh well i can only be pt'd at 12 o'clock on a saturday and that's it and then you've got like 10 people wanting to do it and i'm just like i can't do this anymore (laughs) yeah i I couldn't do it it'd be too stressful and obviously with like uni and stuff here i don't have my car up here so in case me walking to the gym which is 40 minutes away to do a pt session with someone to come back which is 40 minutes away again yeah it's just i spend over an hour and a half walking to the gym and back so (laughs) Imagine for every client, I then just living at the gym with and taking all my meals to the gym. <laughs> it's, it's not for me. Brilliant. Fair, next year, I'm moving to uh, Durham for the well, I'm not moving there, but I'm moving to Durham Ultraflex. Yeah, okay. I'm bringing my car up next year, so I'm pretty excited for that. Nice, love it's that. A nice environment. That's it's it. A hot spot, so I'm excited to get on that. So, um, but moving on to your our cuts, obviously, we're both cutting now. We did just talk a little bit about it. Um, tell people about yours, how long it's been, what you've lost, how you're feeling. Uh, so it's been about eight weeks. I'm feeling pretty good still. Uh, I've lost about 20 pounds. So uh, weight loss for me comes very easily. So when I'm in the off season, it's, it's the hardest part for me is getting all the food in. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like crazy. So when I'm pushing up, I'm always on at least 5,000 calories pretty much. And it gets pretty, pretty disgusting. The appetite goes pretty fast. Um, but like cutting for me is, I started this cut on about, I think it's like 3,400 calories. And then all I did, I moved my steps up because when I went in the off season, I try and keep my steps quite low. So I moved it, I just doubled them for the, from 5,000 to 10,000. Yeah. And then when I was, when I came back up to uni, um, instead what I've done is, because uh, my steps, I just get them in really easily when I go to where I train at the moment, it's a track away. So uh, instead of um, dropping food even more, I've just increased my steps automatically. That's right. And you're feeling good, yeah? Feeling energized. Yeah, I I feel healthier because I'm a leaner body weight. Yeah. Uh, And I'm just not carrying around as much, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I feel healthier for sure. What about progression in the gym? Is that that still good? 
I still thought, yeah, I'll start absolutely great. Um, so I, recently, because I'm a uni student, I have been going out and I'm not going to pretend that I, I haven't. Yeah. But along with that, I've still been progressing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, progressions have been flying still. Uh, but obviously, I've just moved training facilities when I came back up to uni. So I train with somebody who's incredibly strong, Ben. He's yeah. very, very strong. Uh, we were working out the other day, actually. He got like 10 reps more than Cuba did on the adductor at Durham. Was that Durham? Yeah, no. And on the start. Yeah, so it was, I think it was like a 50 rep set or something. It was just crazy. And uh, I'm pretty certain he can do like six or seven plates on a Cybex arc. And he's, he's natural. So just being around him, yeah. being around him, just being so strong, and he's just shaming me. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously... It's just an environment where I'm just always going to progress. Mm, yeah. And I he got like a hat squat PB at, I think it was like 14 days out. And he was with shredded glutes on. So just being around him makes it a lot easier for me to progress. Is that the one um, you and the boys went up and watched compete? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Okay. We, we cool. were like, uh, well, I wasn't, my, my mate was his second eye. I didn't know him when he started like doing the prep. So it wouldn't yeah. come in at like three weeks out and be like his second eye again. Because I know yeah, I was yeah. even feeling the whole time. So I left that to Kev, but um, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. He did a show where it was um, everyone there was assisted. How did so, he do? Uh, it was what was it called? Barbarian Classic. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it was it's interesting. So I saw people sniffing backstage, mate, and it was it was it was just not what I was expecting a bodybuilding show to be like. If that makes sense. Yeah. Fair so fair. pump up tent was because obviously because of Rona, uh, they had a tent outside for pumping up. And it was freezing. So that heat is in there, but it was still freezing. And all the tanning was going on in there. So my mate was trying to pump up and he was just like, I'm cold. <laughs> so it was literally like, he didn't want his um, tan to start like dripping through under his clothes. Yeah. But at the same time, he wanted to keep warm to keep, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep his pump, but his pump keeps kept going. And it was, it was an experience. But I think from now on, because he did that, he did his whole prep in lockdown. Any prep that he does going forward is going to be so easy for him. Where did he place? Um, like seventh or eighth, there was only like 10 people. That's not, but he still held himself for, for a natty, though. Yeah, he did, he did, to be fair. But there were some people there, I think everyone there was on gear, so it was a case of we he, he didn't go to win, but obviously the goal is always to win, and he's yeah. very competitive. However, it was just the experience, mm, fair play. But some of the people there, because it was a classic uh category, it was interesting because I was seeing some like some of the like the people who came third and stuff in uh, the UK DFBA Nat yeah. shows. So somebody who came third in that, he came, I think he won one of his classes, but he was in a similar class to Ben and he only came like fourth or fifth. So it's a case of, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally the, the small things. Yeah. It's yeah, held yeah. competition. But it was, I, I didn't think the, um, they actually judged it right. So they didn't reward like being classic. Yeah. So you only say, um, do your favourite classic pose. Yeah, yeah. He did, he did in Mantis, which is a very classic. And somebody did their favourite classic pose is like a most muscular. It's like, come on. Like, <laughs> he got rewarded for the most muscular, but that's not a favourite classic pose. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I get, yeah, okay. very classic. So it's like, if you're not going to reward someone for being classic, then you just, all you're doing is rewarding like the biggest body level there. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. So I, I think in terms of, um, in terms of cutting, we're like the complete opposite. Because like you said, you, you were bulking on, what, 5,000 calories. I, I only just got up to 4K and was like putting on a kilo a week still. Granted, a lot of that was fat. But now I'm on like 2,200 calories. And I, in, I started the 1st of January. So what, three months ago. And I've lost, I've gone from 90 kilos to 84 kilos. 
I don't think I could do it. I've got a massive appetite. Yeah. I think like, especially when, when you consider like all, all the, all the drugs I've got as well, I've got all the thermogenics in as well. Like realistically, that is really low food. Like I'm on my non-trained days are one seven five carb and it's just like my training days are two seven five. And it's just, but to be fair, I do it really well. Like the last couple of times I've done it, I didn't really have a goal in mind, but now, now I know what I want to do. It's like, if I'm hungry, I'm like, just as it is what it is. Like, it's not easy, but it's just, you just get on with it. Cause I know what I want. Hmm. we spoke about this before and obviously this is going to be a hardest cut because yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah. This, is, this is like the the smallest you're going to be yeah. so it's only going to get easier from here so if you exactly. suffer this time around then when it does come to a competition prep it's going to be a lot easier for you yeah so i, I think it's been 16 weeks something like that 15 16 weeks we're gonna keep going until gym's open try and do some kind of reverse and like i'm not going to get where i want so i think we're going to after the reverse see where i sit see how lean I am because obviously I'm not going to gain weight straight away um hopefully hopefully going to then do another cut straight after that to just get rid of all of that fat diet break pretty much yeah yeah just going to utilize the the anabolics as well because I'll still be in a blast um so I want to be able to cut straight away and get rid of all the fat because I've, I've got the fat I've had since I was like 12 like just that little yeah. puppy fat that's just so dense so um yeah. I'm literally trying everything yeah. in the minute. Like Josh is like, we, I'm like, what can I run? What can I do? And he's like, we can do this, this, and this. I'm like, I'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> do, you feel, do you feel amazing while you're on it though? Yeah. Like, so I did luckily because I like, uh, I've done it properly and healthy um, as such. Um, I, I was only, I only had to have six weeks as a cruise after a, it's like an 18 weeks blast originally. And everything was like fine, but going from that, like it's like two weeks after you you've cut down your dosages, and I'm like, mm, I feel I feel alright still, I feel pretty good. And then two weeks after, I was like, I just feel like a nutty. Like I just feel yeah. I don't feel superhuman anymore. Like everything yeah. was rubbish. You had the initial I, uh, problems, didn't you, with the with the bunk gear and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So when I when I started, um, I started off at 200, um, was fine. We found out I got my blood test back, and I was still natural which is amazing because I, I doubled my test still because I was sat at like, I think I was like 11 or 12 nanomoles. So I went up to like, I think it was like 28, something like that. So still natural, but still double oh, yeah. what I was. And I still felt really good, got my buds back and I was like, oh God, I'm at 200 and we've got bunk gear. So we went straight to 275 and then that gear was better than normal. So I went from being like, like what, 20, what's say 28 up until like literally like 70, 80. And I, it just didn't happen. It didn't, didn't go down very well. I, I messaged Josh and I was like, I've got, I've got like puffy nipples. I've got starting to get lumps under my nipples. And he was like, how long has this been? And I was like, oh, like two or three weeks. And he was like, you haven't told me this whole time. And I was like, nah, didn't think it was anything special. He's <laughs> been riding it. Yeah, and he was like, no, 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 we need to take this and that to get rid of it. And I was like, he was like, is it solid? I was like, fairly solid. And he was like, if it gets any longer, you're going to have to get like surgery. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We had to um, drop that back down and experiment with like other stuff. I'm at low doses to try and like balance it all out. Um, and then we pushed back up to 250 and found 250 was where like my, my baseline is. Um, but the joys of it is obviously you can always get better and better. So I'm at 250 now with like no side effects at all. Um, with, with some other stuff in as well like I said I've, I've just started growth hormone which isn't anabolic anyway but I've been I'm doing that uh, 
it's two jabs a day, which is really inconvenient. So you wake up and do 1.5 and then just before bed, you wake up, uh, you just, you get, just before you go to sleep is 1.5 again, which is really inconvenient because I'm, I'm jabbing three times a week anyway, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. And then the times I'm jabbing, I'm then doing an extra jab on top of that. Yeah. Is it different um, areas to jab as well? Yeah. So because of the small doses I'm doing, I can't, it doesn't make sense to up my syringe because then when it comes to calculating such a small dose in a bigger syringe, it's hard to like get it accurate. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm doing Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. I do my Primo as a full meal. Um, so that goes in my glute. Then I have the 0.25 test in my shoulder. So I'll go left, left, right, right. And now I'm doing the left. And then on the left side of my stomach, I'll just do my growth hormone as well. So it's... It is, it's, yeah, it's idea. It's a lot of effort. And I, I don't know about you, but do you like traveling? Because obviously when you go traveling, it can get a bit complicated. Can't yeah, it? so the, the first thing we discussed when I was I was like, I want to start again, he was like, you can't go on a holiday for longer than seven days unless you can do it. Like, you can't stop. And if you do, you need to sort about things like that. So I don't travel much, but like now I'm getting like more clients and things like that. And I'm, I'm doing going to shows and things. It is much harder. Um, but it's just, it's just what I've done now. Like this morning... Yeah. And you've kind of already took that leap and it's like, there's no going back. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I planned on doing it for the rest of my life anyway, but it is like a big, it was a big decision. Um, but, but this morning I did um, my glute today and my mum was in and she's like, when I started, she was like, oh, I'll do your jabs if you want and things like that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I can't trust that. And she was watching. She was like, so what's this one do? What's this one do? And I went into my glute and I, I put it in and I went, oh, she went, what? I went, this one's going to bleed. Like you can just tell after a while what it feels like. I went, this one's going to bleed. So I did it. I went, pulled it out and I went, Psh! I went all down my leg. She was like, the floor, the floor. <laughs> no, but it's, have you not had any bad jabs, have you yet? Well, uh, no. I've had a couple of lumps after, and I've had one in my, I think it was like my third or fourth in my shoulder. I had a squirter, okay. and it, I've got white ceilings, and I didn't, I felt it go bad. So I was like, just in case, I'm going to move away. And good job I did, because it literally went, it must have gone about a meter. Oh, Jesus. Squirted out, yeah. And my <laughs> mum would have been fuming. <laughs> yeah, that is oh. Imagine getting blood on your wall, mate. That's, that's a nightmare. <laughs> but I've never had bad ones. Like, obviously, like, Bridgman had that bad leg one. Yeah, bad leg. I've never yeah, had um, anything like that. That scared me, mate. So, obviously, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get your assistance. It's a, hmm. <laughs> it's a bit of a complicated topic. But um, when I see people like that and things that like I go wrong, I don't know how, like, careful Josh is with it. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, when you see it go wrong for people who are so careful with it, yeah. then it's like... What if one day you just like I'm a bit of mong. So like what if one day I'm just in one of my mongy moods and I accidentally like do a millimeter to the left and have a bad job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not really that bad. Like like after the first, I'd always be so precise with it. Like when you realize how to do the jabs, it's like three fingers down in a certain place. So my shoulder I'd be like, right, every single time I do it, and now I'm just like, it goes somewhere there, I just put it in. Yeah, so simple that. as that. Yeah, yeah. 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 How I, soon did you add thermogenics into you? Like when you started dieting, how soon did you uh, I literally ordered it the 1st of January and then we started it like three weeks in. Um, like the, the joys of your himbine and clan is that like similar to to gear, you don't become sensitive to it. You can just, you just become used to it. So like, I, I don't know your himbine alone, but you get like shaky and headaches and things like that. And after a while they'll, they'll go. Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> I'm a little bit shaky. I've just, I've just added your himbine in and yeah. I'm like, my heart is pounding. I'm like, why is my heart pounding? I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So I, I'm on, I've only just gone 7.5 your himbine after six weeks. Cause that's the worst one for me. Yeah. So, what so do you mean I, 7.5 is in? Have you got the two, 
2.5 yeah, yeah so I, I just do three tablets okay is that fair i'm on yeah. i'm on a bit higher than that i think i'm on but then i've got i've just gone up to 80 clan as well now so two two tablets on there and i like the hembine's the one that messes me up like i only had to i was on five and i went josh was like go to 10 and i was like no chance because the first time i the first time i added in your hembine I literally felt like I was going to have a heart attack and die. Like, it, it wasn't fun at all. It's scary. And I don't know if you, when you do cardio, obviously, at the end of a cardio, you do, just like, like it's natural to just put in more effort. Yeah, yeah. Even if, even if you're not meant to. And, yeah. like, you, you, I do, you do, you, you do track your heart rate while you're doing cardio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's natural to not, like, like, you want to keep it at a certain place. But when yeah. you can see the timer coming down, you're like, oh, I've got two minutes left. I'll go a bit harder. Last minute, I'm going all out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's how I was the other day. But it was the first time I did him buying. Like, mm. I've got a third time I've got it in now. Because I only managed to get it when you told me about it. Yeah. Where to get it from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was, like, I was going all out, and I was like, oh, no, I think I'm actually going to die. <laughs> I, was, I was like, nope, slow down. So I actually, like, oh, tell myself to hold off for the last 30 seconds because I was genuinely going that hard. It's, it's, it's one of those things though like yeah you feel it working you're like oh i can't just stop because it, it, it something's working i <laughs> know yeah, definitely is working and yeah. i i don't like i didn't need to add it in but yeah. in this moment in time it go a little bit harder before yeah gyms open back up and get in a leaner position it'd be a, a better start point for when i would do push back up it's, it's only going to mean that i can push up for longer and i need to yeah and especially with, like your hemline where where it's like you can do it naturally as well like the, yeah exactly. if you can if you've got access to it then do it it's just like any other supplement or find out if it's a tool that i will use when i do eventually do a prep yeah yeah, yeah. I, some people like suffer really bad anxiety with it so yeah. i need to know before like ever doing it if i can rely on it as a tool when i do prep yeah 100 percent. I, I don't get on my way at all but i'm keep it in because i get better <laughs> with it <laughs> yeah. no, i get along with it quite well to be fair i don't feel like i know some people feel sick when they have it don't they yeah, I do. I get like headaches and I just feel like I can't eat. It's just, it's not fun. But. <laughs> I've been going out and stuff, so like, I might just have a constant headache because of that. So it might just be a mixture of everything. Brilliant. All right, um, we'll move on to some questions. We yeah. didn't get many, but they're there. you said you got some good ones. So um, I could start off with mine. So the first, we're, we're just going to touch over this. So it says, Androgen receptor desensitization protocols when running gear. Um, do you have anything to say for that or not really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not dip into gear and it's not my uh, area of speciality. Um, one of my clients actually, um, mm. well, previous clients now, um, he's got really bad hormone levels and he's, um, I told him to move on straight yeah. away to a different. It's not yeah. my area of expertise and I would not feel safe because at the moment his um health like it's, it's his health markers which are all over the place yeah and he's got really really low testosterone levels I wouldn't mention him because obviously uh, I don't know if you yeah, like uh, yeah. but um because his hormones are all over the place he's not healthy he's got no energy really low libido um and all these things basically mean that his progress in the gym are not it's not not ideal yeah and he's on like even when our appetite's low and we're just starting a push up. So it's like he's never going to get where he wants to get to without mm. addressing his hormone levels first. Yeah. But they aren't, that is not my area of specialty, uh, speciality to like do that. So I just said straight away. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, well, I think... he knew he was going to anyway because he's gone to Joe Jeffrey. So okay. he's in good hands then. Decent step up. Yeah. 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 I, came, I, I... Go on. He came from Brightman to me and that okay. was always going to be a like, it was going to be 
a challenge for me because it's like he's already had somebody who's a very very good coach i believe yeah so obviously it was for me it was like oh i like the challenge mm. so I, I thrive under it but it's just a case of obviously when it's not my area of specialty specialty it goes over to somebody else yeah, and i'm fine yeah. with that he's still my friend and at the end of the yeah. day i want the best for him yeah i think it's a tricky one like i've got clients that have come to me already on it and then I've got people now that are like, oh, I want to, I want you to help me start on it. And I'm like, well, I can. But when it comes to like, hopefully I'll continue to progress in terms of knowledge. But yeah. if, if they come to me and they'd be like, I've been on for five years and I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, you need to go somewhere else. But um, yeah. to quickly touch on that question. So uh, androgen receptors, uh, you, you, they don't become insensitive to, to drugs, uh, to anabolics. That so you don't need to like two hundred milligrams if you started off wherever it is. But they'll always yield the same effects. Um, the the only difference is that as you use more androgens, uh, as you hit those androgen receptors, you gain more as well. So that's why like we can bump up more and more. You know, like goes from two hundred to two fifty, two fifty to three hundred, etc. Because we have we build up more of a tolerance of of androgen receptors, but we don't become insensitive to it. So. That's that question. Um, how's how's the cut? The, the cut's good. I've got a question for you. Go on. Do you think it's easier to turn pro as a natty or assisted? <sighs> well, at first, we'd have to say um, federations, wouldn't we? So if we say as assisted, it's going to be IFBB pro. And then for natty, we'd say like... Probably as an IFBB pro, because you can just go to America, can't you? And they do. Like it's last year, they, they, they award pro cards to first, second and third. It's crazy. Yeah true actually yeah but yeah, whereas like i don't i don't know many nat- natural pros yeah so. and i don't know i don't know how the drug testing is for it obviously i'll find out when i do compete in the future yeah but if it's not that strict then how do i know that i'm actually like pe- most people i'm competing against aren't yeah, yeah have you seen the um the drug list for it yeah it's, like literally there's some pre-work actually can't even take like it's, it's, it's crazy every, if you search drug on the internet it's yeah every single one that's listed so literally. There's, there's certain pre-workouts that you can't take isn't there yeah yeah if, if it's got like dmaa or something like that and then you yeah. can't take it at all it's not a derivative of like mdma or something yeah yeah because it was the there was i think it was dmae that they had in jack 3d and that was yeah. the one they, they made illegal and then really? it was what's the other one is it c4 when back in the day yeah yeah that? the old one yeah um here's a good one what's your why oh that is a good one <laughs> so like i've been working out since about probably like 14 and i i always loved it back then and it was mm. like it was something where i i used to do like martial arts so i i did kung fu and i was getting battered because i was just i was always small yeah. like that makes sense uh, so for, it's, when I first started, it was to get stronger, stop getting beat up, because obviously it's not, not it's not fun, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I was, I don't think you know this actually, it's getting a bit deep. But um, when I was sixteen, I um, I had a stroke. All right. Okay. It's pretty pretty mental, as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I get quite a few, few people ask me like what it's like, and I don't really mind because obviously I've told the story plenty of times. But mm. I was I was at work and I had a stroke, and it meant that in that period of time. I was in hospital and things. Uh, the doctors did say to me that they're like, you're never going to be able to live the normal life that you want to live. You're always going to have to do things differently. Yeah. And it was these kind of, these thoughts that like, these, these said these things to me. Yeah. And basically that created a massive why for me being like, no, I want to do what I want to do. I yeah. want to live the life that I want to live and I'm going to do everything possible to live the normal life of a 16 year old. Okay. 
So it was a it's a pretty big one. Yeah, fair play. I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all right. Like it's not a sensitive topic because obviously it happened what three or four years ago now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think how, how long just, was the process to like come back to to normal? Such hundred percent. Well, for normal is is a bit different because obviously the actual process when I came out of hospital it wasn't that long, and yeah. it was the main thing to, uh, to recovery was just like myself. So it was like I didn't actually have to have much physio or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have say like I had to supervise shower when I was in hospital and stuff because I didn't want me to fall over but when yeah. I left hospital it was I could I could still like walk it was a bit hard for me but I'm not gonna it wasn't like a massive stroke so I was in in hospital with people who were genuinely bed bound yeah. and they couldn't like they couldn't wee so they had to wee in bed and luckily I only had to do that once so yeah um, like the, the recovery process could have been a lot longer if it was a lot worse, but mm. it wasn't that bad for me. Um, and with regards to working out after that, because um, but what happened was I had a hole in my heart okay. and that's what caused it. So I yeah. had to wait for an operation for that. And while I was waiting for the operation, he said, I'm not allowed to exercise, which did affect me mentally, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It was, I, I was on a waiting list to get the, uh, the hole in my heart fixed. It was fixed through keyhole surgery, which is to just go up through your thigh, it yeah. through a vein all the way up and then, did the closure there and it's called pfo closure it's a pretty interesting one if any of you've got some spare time you're on search pfo closure on youtube it's just like a one minute clip it's quite interesting how the how good technology is these days crazy but, uh, so in that year period i wasn't allowed to work out but that was what i was waiting for an operation mm-hmm. and once i had the operation i was allowed to work out again i got some some nice muscle memory but i didn't have that much muscle prior to that <laughs> in that period of time to be honest with you i just spent a lot of my time just learning yeah so it's like I know exactly what I, I need to do, but then it got to a point where I was learning that much. It's like I, oh, it's just so frustrating not being able to. So then I kind of got to a point. Where it was like after about six months, I was like, I know what I need to do when I when it, like things open back up. But at the moment, it's just affects my mental health by watching people train and just yeah. not being able to do any of it. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. oh, yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Um, so I think. The, the most important one for me is obviously it's 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 more so now is that I just I just love it like even yeah. even home even home training last night I was like I can't wait to bench today like I can't wait to whether it's legs or not like I still enjoy home training um luckily enough I got a good bit of kit but yeah and then there's two main whys after that so I guess three um is in school I was I was never been I've never been like good at sports like I played rugby and things like that but I was never like a top level um I remember going to do my pick my GCSE choices and you know they, they do like a assembly where you can go and see what it's all about and things like that so I went in and spoke to my PE teacher I was like I want to take GCSE sport and he was like like no chance like you're not going to do it and I'm like first of all you're a teacher like you, yeah. you can't you can't you can't say stuff like that he's like you're going to struggle on the theory part and practical like you, you're going to do it you're not going to be very good at it at all so I was like right I'm going to take GCSE PE I ended up walking into the exam on a C because my practical was 100% um and then um I think my theory was like I stupidly I fell asleep in the the PE exam and, and I answered like an eight mark question and a 10 mark question making sure I'd got them all right and then I was like oh, easy just to like prove more of a point to myself that I could do it when I could have just got like a new star yeah um so the the teacher's telling me no um I remember after that when I was to choose college it was like an apprenticeship at a gym or go to college and, and learn some more and I said to my dad and my mum and dad, and I was like, oh, I want to do this apprenticeship at the gym. And they were like, well, you know, you've, you've got to be up at six o'clock in the morning. You're not dedicated enough to do that and things like that. So I was like, OK, fair enough. I won't do it now. Um, so that was more of a drive to like prove a point. But here's, here's the deep one. When I was uh, when I was three, my my mum broke her back 
um, like severely. So she was, she had an operation um, uh, like, pr- like straight away, basically. And th- they said that um, the, the, ch- the chances of her walking were like 80, like 20%. So they had the operation. She, she uh, ended up being able to walk like to this day. So what, how many years it is, 20, no, 17 years, something like that. It's like, she's walking now. She does everything a normal mum would do, like everything like that. So I, I think like every day is a gift because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, things. like you, you could wake probably... up and, and you could break your back. You, you could have a stroke. You could like anything. So that's I think just, just yeah, yeah. That how it's just Literally. like, that's why I'm not sure if I would take gear. Yeah, 100%. So I, I think I... like just just waking up and thinking, well, I'm still alive. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the most of it. Even when like in sessions, I'm like, well, this, is, this could be my last session ever. Like, I don't think about that all the times, but when like, I'm struggling, I'm like, I might not be able to train tomorrow. So, yeah, just, just make it count. Like, while you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I think well, my mum is definitely a, a big part of that, the, the main why. And then, obviously, with people doubt with me as well, just just yeah. to prove a point, Fuel really. Fire kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, yeah. E- even that thing I put on my Instagram of like, I don't know if you saw it four years ago, when I just like, yeah. I had like nothing there. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy. I resent you my throw boxes all day now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I've got a good one from three years ago today. I've got a nice. Can you see it through the camera? I'll show you. It's a good one. You'll laugh at this one, mate. This was actually it was three years ago today when I think I was allowed back in the gym. Here he is. I got him, <laughs> I got on him. <laughs> so, obviously, you can tell him that, that, that I did like work out. Yeah. But it was that, like, I wasn't allowed to for a period. So, it's like that's when I lost a decent amount of size. But to be fair, we've, I think we've both got pretty good whys, which is obviously... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think you need a good why to start, but from now it's just a case of I love it that much. Yeah, exactly. it, it, it changes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, I, don't, I, don't look, I don't even think about those kind of things anymore. I don't need to because it's like, mm. I feel like I already do live a normal life. I feel like people who know me, they don't actually know that I've had a stroke yeah. and they don't need to know that. So yeah, I don't, yeah. don't like to play on that too much, but that was my original why yeah, yeah. when I was coming back into the gyms. And then from now it's just that I love it. So even yesterday I was training and I was, I was hungover and Ben was like, I don't know why you keep doing this to yourself. I don't know why you actually come and train when you're hungover. And it's like, cause I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And it's like, even if I am hungover, it makes it a little bit hard for myself, but it, all it means is that I've got to work a little bit harder to make progress. Yeah. Cause I've not been like, I've not been optimizing my recovery. So mm. all it means is I've got to work a little bit hard to make sure I'm still progressing. And I, I like that mental challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm for sure there will be a time where I do take things a little bit more seriously and I, I look forward to that but at this moment in time it's like I had a period where I I dropped out of uni first so I've done a different uni first and mm. I dropped out I didn't make any friends there because I didn't go out in freshers because I was bodybuilding only yeah um, and it was I, I made no friends in freshers I'm a very sociable person so I ref- imagine refusing to go out because you wanted to yeah yeah yeah. yeah, and this I went to India and I lost a decent amount of muscle. So my thought process when I came back was everything is going into bodybuilding. Yeah. And it meant in the process I made no friends because obviously when we started our course, it was um I would I did a foundation year for biomedical science at Unilever. But I didn't really have that much like the it was a foundation year, you weren't with people that much. so i didn't make friends at college really and i didn't make friends at uni Mm. so this time around i thought i'm going i'm going a different way i'm i'm just going there to enjoy myself and as long as 
I not uh, the first thing, most important thing for me is my coaching. So as long as that is prioritized, mm. then second to that is going to be my social life. Yeah. And if it means that my bodybuilding takes a like the back burner for a little period, period of time, I'm fine with that because it's having a social life, which I didn't ever have when I went to uni last time. Around. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. I love coaching. It doesn't even feel like work for me. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Same so yeah. I, I wake yeah. up and I, I check my work phone before I check my phone. And not for any reason, just other than I, I like to. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Um, so the next question thoughts on placebos? bit of a weird one um okay i think i think that in terms of but if you believe something before you do it yeah and you think you're going to experience something through having it yeah i I think they're kind of powerful like like i think trying to think of an experience what i've had and i thought i didn't have something Mm. i I actually was at a party and someone sold someone a bag of something and he came back to him after and he goes oh that was amazing it was taurine <laughs> it was shard of taurine and he goes oh that stuff's amazing and i was thinking like oh my god you're sniffing taurine like it's not amazing but because he's so convinced with yeah. a bit of alcohol, mm. he's believing that he's feeling all the feelings of said drug yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and I was just crazy like, I felt that bad noting, but at the same time, it wasn't me who did it, and I'm not a grass, so. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that, that story in itself says how powerful placebos can be. Yeah, yeah. I think even down to, like, thinking a weight is almost like not looking and getting your training partners to put weight on and say, like, oh, this is 100 kilos, or this is 90 kilos, part, but actually yeah. it's 100, and then you yeah. lift it. Um, I know that there was an interesting study. Um, I think Joe Jeffrey did it, and um, they gave people fake Debo um and then people were out and the people with fake debo put on like 13 percent more muscle than those without which is crazy like it was just like a paracetamol yeah. and, and they put yeah, on seven percent more how much it was because it if it's in your head so like for example when, when in dieting if you think you're going to like yeah. not make progress or yeah. you think you're, you're going to start getting weaker you're going to get started getting weaker for sure i, I think that, 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 go on yeah, through me seeing people like Ben and people like yeah. Cliffy get stronger throughout the whole of preps, mm. like, I don't care if you're a nasty or not, you're making progress. Like, yeah. if you're a client or myself, you're making progress. It doesn't matter if you diet or not, you're making progress year round. And then in the off season, it just means that your progress is going to be a lot faster. So instead yeah. of when you like say match, instead of like match reps or like plus one rep, in yeah. the off season, means that you're getting like plus six, plus seven, plus eight reps. Yeah. Um, because you've got the addition of food. And then year round, when you're on, even when you're prepping, you're still getting plus one rep and yeah. things like that. I think it's it's interesting to know that as a coach because you can just sell anything to your your client. Obviously, you're going to sell good stuff, but you can sell what you want and you know it's going to work. Like look at things like Herbalife and how they do so well. But if someone if someone with a big face and a big name can go, this is going to make you lose weight, then it's gonna it's gonna work. It's, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, really, I hate things like that though because I, I think the reason I hate it so much. Uh, is because my sister's friend always shares it on a story. Yeah. She's my sister's best mate. I can't unfollow her. <laughs> but, but I'm dying. I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking at her, I'm like, for fuck's sake, can you stop? Like, so I ended up muting a story in the end, but it was just like, because I see it so often and it's yeah. every day and it's every day. And it's, she's not, she's not lost weight because of Herbalife products. She's lost, lost weight, because, not because of skinny coffee, because she's starving herself. Yeah. Because she's in a really, really heavy cal- uh, caloric deficit. Because the fact she's starving herself most of the day. They make so much money. Like I've had this one guy and he was like, 
um, it'd be really good to have you on board. And I was like, show me the panels. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, show me the panels of Herbalife. And he was like, right, okay. And I was like, so what's, what, what makes it? Yeah. And he was like, he just sent it over and he was like, I was like, so, so what makes it different to everything else? And he was like, well, you know, it, it just makes you lose weight. And I'm like, oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, and, like, and he was like, but we've got so many products. He's like, we've got Herbalife pasta, Herbalife or, or like olive oil and things like that. And I was like, you've just made pasta and put your name on it and, and you're selling it yeah, for yeah. so much money. But it's, it's, crazy. So it's, probably, it's probably got like the same caloric intake as any other like, yeah. packet of pasta. Yeah, they just have less of it. As well. Yeah, it's, 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 it's as simple as just saying the serving size is less than a normal serving size and then you just put it in and you're in a deficit. That's all it is. It's crazy. Tell you. Any more questions? That was all of mine. Yeah, I'll, I'll, go on then. I'll see. What makes a client a good client? I like clients to ask questions. Like I, I've got a question. I've got clients that will just check in on a Sunday. They'll go all filled in and that's it. And then I've got like a fair few clients that are like, why exactly are we doing this? Like wh- why are calories are only a hundred and not 200 and things like that? Or yeah, what's yeah, the difference like in this and this? And it, it, it keeps me on my toes and I, I just like it. Yeah. It's like being tested and it's like reinforcing your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the more you, obviously, if you have to explain it again and again and again, mm. that's going to solidify that knowledge in your brain. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. great. I like people who, um, you can see, oh, sorry about that. Uh, you can see people who, even if you're off, stop it, mate. Sorry, someone just keeps ringing me. Yeah, you can see people who, like, they're not like saying that they're putting in loads of effort. They actually are. Yeah, yeah. So it's like not all talk. And you can, like, they won't keep saying to you, oh, Charlie, I'm working so, so hard. I'm doing this, 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 and this. Mm. It's more a case of that you can just see that they do that through yeah. controlling the exact, like, like, being so on it with things. Yeah. And I think that's like something which I, I really like seeing rather than people who are like all talk. Because I've had clients before and they've been like, oh, I'm absolutely smashing it this week, mate. Yeah. And uh, I've only, uh, and I'm, I don't know. I like, I like to see people do work rather than just talk about doing work, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I find those that ask all these questions always get the best results. Yeah. Like the, the, those that check in once and make these changes and have no questions. Like it is good and it's handy when you're busy, but at the same time, like they, they just don't look as good as those that ask for the questions and because it's like it's almost a part of that placebo again where if you can if you can explain it they, they're going to think it's going to work regardless of if it does or not which it, it will but they, they always look better yeah sure um yeah. i've got another question go on Second. um would you rather only drink your meals or only train once a week I do like a good smoothie. Like if I could, but then... <laughs> not, not six times a day, mate. Come on, you won't even want to drink your intro because you'd be drinking that often. That's true. I think you just get so bloated. Like yeah, so... I couldn't imagine like blended chicken and oh yeah, yeah I don't know. Then I, I if suppose it's, uh... if it's training once a week, can you do things on the other days? So like, could I do cardio on the other day? I like I like exercise in general. Yeah, yeah. I, so suppose like be... I just do like a six hour full body session and just rinse myself and have a week to recover. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, you could do, I, I mean, you have a whole week to recover. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's your at the moment? Cause I'm on, I'm doing upper rest, lower rest, repeat, but every rest day is cardio for me. So that okay. cardio on every rest day for me yeah. means that it's like, I still feel the, the, like the great effects, the mental health from exercise. Yeah. So I do push, pull, rest, uh legs push pull because i've got a good bit of kit still so 
yeah, obviously. But mine's just because it's like I'm training with a friend and it's like yeah, I don't yeah. want to be around his house all the time. When yeah. I do go around it, I'm around there for two to three hours. So it's okay to his flatmate must absolutely hate me just being sat in his living room all the time. I am training so much longer now as well. Yeah. Like now, now I've got so much less calories and more time to just sit in my own garage. Like I'm, I'm just making sure to maintain weight and like sometimes I can rest for like eight minutes and just be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go now. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I, I, I'm one for resting a long period of time because I don't mm. think you should go out of set until you can sack it with absolutely everything you've got. Yeah. If you're still gassed from your prior, like previous set, mm. then there's no reason to, to go into it. Obviously, it's a bit different if you're talking about uh, talking about like metabolite sets and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Rest times are going to be cut shorter, but yeah, it just depends. Hopefully. Any more questions, or is that it? Um, let's have a look. Oh, is Mark does fitness nutty? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he is? No, I think he's he's probably like on a TRT now, but at one point he wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I don't suppose if he classed TRT as nothing. Like a, a lifetime, like yeah, yeah. Oh no, I don't reckon. Never touched anything at all. Nah, I don't know. But then I suppose like he's no stronger than Keefe. If <laughs> <laughs> he's, I just genuinely just think Kiffy's just the definition of a genetic freeze. It's just Scottish, aren't they? They're all strong and it's just strong and <laughs> genetics. Nah, I've never seen his mum, but I would hear him talking about his mum. I'm thinking like, if I if he ever gets her in a video or something, I yeah. think she might be like, just a unit or something. She's got like a full beard. <laughs> yeah, she's got it in a in a in a blood. Or he's, he's got uh, like just two like men as mum and dad. No, I, I reckon he's he's definitely been on it at some point, but he's probably not at the minute. Okay. I don't follow him too much because I don't think his nah. uh, content's too useful. So I just yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. So that's the only person I follow who's like that. I'd say it's probably Guzman just because I think he's I, what he provides me with is um, obviously entertainment, but like motivation because I see him working so hard in other yeah, areas. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I can't I can't follow people like Rob Lipson and them anymore just because like. I, actually i follow rob on my personal account but that's more just when i was in a bit of a dodgy place his like positive mindset really mm. helped yeah yeah so it's of, i follow him i can't i can't unfollow him because he helped me out at a bad time but yeah. if i if it, if it was more ruthless then i'd definitely unfollow him because he doesn't post anything remotely helpful <laughs> doesn't does it no. it's like none, none of them do the industry's like like I was speaking to one of my mates and he was saying that um like he posts things that people want to see and I think that's not the way to gain a following anymore because nah. well uh, not not to gain a, a a client base that's for sure maybe yeah. it's a way to, to gain a following but that following won't actually like you they're just going to be like oh it's another fitness account yeah whereas yeah. gain like an actual client portfolio of people who relate to you and people who so for example when we do Q and A's nobody's yeah. going to ask you a question so it's a case of actually relating to your audience and then people will engage with you. Yeah, exactly. Like we said the other day, they're like, we get all these questions normally. And then as soon as it comes to a podcast, like no one will answer a question at all. Yeah. But it depends, obviously. So certain people, they, they like to like listen on Instagram, but then like the, the, to go above and beyond, they go to a, like to Spotify or to a podcast app. Yeah. That is the next step. And yeah. it's like, they like it, but they don't like it that much. Yeah, true. I think, I think that is one for the listeners. If you are listening now, and I do put up a, a Q&A for the next podcast, then put some in because I had three today. Help, so, help uh... us out. We've got three this time around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've got a podcast coming um, very soon. I, I'm on my mate's podcast in a couple of days' time. That's the Brain and Bronze podcast. They just started that. And then I'm, I'm going to start my own. Nice. So, okay. Keep an eye out for that. You're, you can come on there as well. 
Nice. Uh, I like the visuals you've done as well. That that bloke you sent me was a. Uh, he's pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's a very good guy. He's yeah. done um so, quite a as well, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Nice. Uh, I think yeah, I think he did his um info park, I believe. Yeah. That looks awesome. To be fair to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a very good graphic designer. He's got some some more things uh, that I've got, which have I, I don't think I showed you the podcast editor or anything like that, did I? Nah. Uh wait, they're nice. They're nice. They're the best. I think they're the best bits. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, also a quick question, just from myself: uh, Have you ever looked into like clothing? Obviously, I know you've got the. Is that vintage clothing? Is it yours or is it your, your mate? It's my mates. Yeah, it's my mates. Yeah, yeah no, because obviously, I, I, have you ever looked into clothing? Not really. I think we've we've won them our, um, and just it's just a lot of effort, really. Like mm. I, I think quality is hard to match. When yeah. you, once you get, like, say, like one of our jumper, I've got a one of our hoodie, and I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, the quality is phenomenal. Yeah, and the, the price, like, the price, it's amazing. So that's like, why would you? I, I don't see the point in doing it if it's not going to be very good. Yeah, and it, there's so many clothes out there. Like you, you're going to find what you want, like whether it's Shrey my JP or even like just some normal clothing. Like it's fine. Um, but I, 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 I would because I, I want my own fit. But then. I just couldn't be bothered to sell it. So I, I wouldn't yeah. want to spend, just buy one sample for like 50 quid and then just wear that. So Yeah, no, I, I did obviously, I bought some t-shirts a while back and mm. I must have gone through about seven t-shirts before using the one I got. And I was like, yeah. this is actually so expensive. Yeah. It's like, it's just getting a sample to each time mm. done. And then I'm like, oh, it turns out it's not how I want it. Yeah. And then certain things like wear and tear, because obviously I, I sold all mine, but it's a case of now, I'm noticing wearing them. I've worn them for probably like six, seven months. Yeah. I'm starting to see the badge get like damaged and stuff. And I'm like, that looks really tacky. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, that's got my name on it. And I don't want to associate myself with like a not a very good like quality piece of clothing. Yeah, yeah. Is it embroidered or is it uh, just like embroidered? Yeah. Is it embroidered? So it, the embroidery went, yeah, went a bit wow. tits up, which is obviously yeah. it's annoying, but it's like. Yeah. Going forward, I would love to make more more items of clothing, but it's just a case of time. At the moment, I haven't got that much time because of uni work and things. Yeah, and it's a it's rewarding, but mm. I don't know if the amount of time I can I spent on it last time around. I don't have that amount of time on my hands at the moment. If that makes yeah, sense. I think the fact you've embroidered it straight away is good though. Like it shows you want to be able to do it and put money into so, it. Yeah, so I got I got one printed first time around. And it looked absolutely shocking. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, and then obviously I got it embroidered, um, and then I've, got, I've, got, I've had a couple of different logos done. I was trying to like just test the waters with different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a lot harder than it looks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's a lot of effort. I, I know, like speaking to Josh, he's like he's like I've got this idea, and then like six months later, you can be like I've still got this idea, but they're taking their time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah, literally. So, actually, uh, there's certain things like small details I've noticed mm-hmm. on Josh's thing. So like, obviously on the on the tags, he's yeah. got like one more. And then like on the wrist and things like one MR. Yeah. And then like those kind of things, you want them, but you realize that actually per t-shirt, say, I wanted, mm. you know, I'm billionaire boys club t-shirts, how they fit. I want it a yeah. bit like that. Yeah. I want it slightly thinner because I'm going to be training in it. And then I wanted to have tags on it. Each tag per, per t-shirt, it's like a quid. Yeah. It's like, but nobody's going to buy the t-shirt because it's got that tag there. So exactly. it's quit out of your profit margins anyway. It's the little things that make you happy, but no one else really notices. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but nobody's even going to notice them. So yeah. I, I think, um, you know, Mitch, Mitch Moreland, that the one, yeah, yeah. one um, yeah. he's got um, his clothing coming out and it's like exactly Billionaire's Boys Club, even down to the, the thing on the, 
on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. that's coming out like two weeks time or something. So it might be worthwhile. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, obviously I listen to his podcast, but I do speak to Mitch quite a bit. He's a really nice lad. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I've seen what it's like. It is literally like the fit of Billionaire's Boys Club. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah. cops for that. That's a good plug as well. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. uh, any more questions or? No, I mean I, I, I've got nothing else. Okay, nothing cool. left. <laughs> when are you uh, looking to compete? Um, okay, you asked me this, didn't you? Well, like it was for the podcast, but I never got to film. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. I remember you kept asking me because I was going to. I filmed it originally, but then the audio went messed up on my old MacBook, so I ended up getting a new MacBook and all sorts. But um, yeah. when I'm uh, looking to compete, I was originally thinking 22. Okay. Now I'm thinking I'm going to compete as a natural. Yeah, and my thought process behind natural bodybuilding is that everyone looks small. And it's, it's brutal, but everyone does look small. Yeah. And I don't want to look small, if that makes sense. Yeah, so like, like, even my mate Ben, on stage, he didn't look the biggest. In person, he, he's a unit. He's yeah. massive, man. I, I genuinely, like, he's... I, and it's like, if you can't look big and yeah. compete, you know, yeah. I'm not in a rush. I don't want to look like I've, I've just dieted away and look really skinny on stage if that makes sense yeah i get you so it'll be a case of when i'm big enough to compete and win i'm very competitive so it'll be a case of when i'm ready to take like absolutely everything there and do because um, at the moment i don't think i could put in the effort which is required for a competition prep yeah because if i if i like, i couldn't leave stones unturned if you know what i mean yeah yeah and at this moment in time if i if i was to do a competition prep i would not be able to give my whole entire like effort to it and i think without being able to give everything to it then there's no rush for me yeah do, do you because my mindset's changed do you are you going to compete because you like to train or are you going to start to train because you want to compete um okay so i i, I just love to train regardless yeah i think I'd, the reason why i'd compete would be purely for the reason of the experience yeah in itself um obviously it helps you gain a following mm. um that would probably be helpful because people like to jump on like seeing the, the process don't they yeah yeah uh, along the line so it's like see, they see your post and it's like 16 weeks out then they're like oh eight weeks out and they like the comparisons and things like that yeah um, and then the main reason obviously for me is i'd like to gain more of a uh, client basis in bodybuilding yeah so the main reason would be to show that i can do it and show that i have the knowledge to do it so it would be probably be for that and probably to branch out and get more bodybuilding-based clients. But for yeah. myself, I, I don't see that the, the... I think you've got to have a big fire to compete before competing, otherwise you're not going to do well. Exactly. And currently, I don't have that yet. So yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that it'll come. And I, I can see already through watching people like CM Cycles, Josh and Reitman all compete this year, yeah. watching their preps, it's making me very motivated. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that fire yet, but it's watching people go through that and I've, I've watched josh for the last how many years when he didn't get his pro card and then again now like this time around where he's going for it again yeah is i've watched that and it's i think that people would jump on board anybody doing a, a prep and things like that mm. i think so, yeah i think i think mine was um mine was because i wanted like, i was going to compete because i like to train but i think since i've changed the mindset of wanting to like, train him because I want to compete it, it's so much different now knowing that like I'm I'm training because I, I, I want to be the best 
like w- whether I will or not is another story but I'll, st- I'll keep in my head that that I, I want to be the best and I think like I spoke to, spoke to Josh about it before and I was I, I asked I said to him and I was like I, I want to compete because I like to train and he was like but then when you're doing hours of cardio a day um and the audio's on mate that's it you hear me now uh the audio and stuff like that I don't think it would be bad on your behalf huh. I, I stopped being able to hear what you said then Oh, I'll say it again. So um, I, I spoke to Josh and um, I said the same to him and I was like, do you, do you compete because you want to train or do you train because you want to compete? And he was like, when it comes down to to the last couple of weeks and you're doing hours of cardio a day, you, you're not going to think, oh, I'm doing this because I really want to train. You, you're thinking because yeah. you want to be first and you, you're not going to do more steps and more things like that because you, you just, because you want to, because you have to, like, because you want that, that position. So I think since changing my mindset to actually wanting to compete and, and going into my sessions, knowing that I want to compete is, is, is a game changer for me. Like every session like, I get more excited and I just, I just do better now. It creates a sense of urgency. So yeah. uh, have, you, have you heard that Elon Musk quote when he's saying like, take your, whatever it is, like your three year goal and try and do it in six months. Yeah. I, I, that, I think it, cre- it creates that sense of urgency and it, in that period of time, even if it is just a six month period before a show, yeah. you probably will gain a lot more tissue in that six months as you would, as opposed to say doing three months. Oh no, three years, sorry, yeah. without that goal. 100%. But, but I think, I just, uh, I, I, my current goal is just to get as strong as Ben. So it's the sooner I can do that. Yeah. And then me and Kev are very similar strength levels. So it's a case of, I want to, I want to be stronger than Kev. Mm. So that creates a bit of a sense of urgency. Yeah. And then how I get, I want, I want to be a lot closer to Ben because at the moment it's imagine in between sets when we're on hat squat, I have to take plates off because I need them off. So I can't <laughs> lift them. And that's just embarrassing. So at the moment I don't have that sense of urgency to compete. Mm. It hasn't like obviously it may mean that I'm not making as good progress as I could be like making. Yeah. Um, but I have got other reasons to want to get really, really strong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As soon as possible. And get right. massive um cool I, I think we'll finish it there it's been about an hour um it? yeah it's, it's, humble, it's... Mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on i hope you enjoyed it i did yeah it's my first time i'll definitely have to come on yours when it's up and running um to all the listeners thank you very much if you are still listening um there will be another one soon i've, I've got a few planned now a few people lined up um but yeah thank you for listening um enjoy the rest of your days and i shall speak to you all soon <laughs>